Look into the orb and become part of the Worldcoin. One of the core propositions of Worldcoin is to build a system that can create a distribution of a cryptocurrency that's even wider around the world than Bitcoin's is today. Worldcoin has officially launched. It's out there in 35 countries. Sam Altman tweeted yesterday that one person every eight seconds is signing up. So that's about 11,000 people a day. So we're investors in Worldcoin. Worldcoin is very exciting. And, and why is that? It's because we see what's happening with AI. We see what's happening with crypto. And, and even if you look at Web2, the bots are out of control. As we move forward into this environment, it's going to be really important to understand proof of personhood. Who is a human and who is a bot? And biometrics are a way of proving that, that someone's a person. We know that the team here has invested a significant amount of time, energy, and effort into creating what we call this orb. The technology that we've reviewed ensures that they use a zero knowledge ZK technology. I've had my orb personally scanned. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score, and six. This will be the greatest technological boom, productivity boom, economic boom, whatever you want to call it. This will be the greatest one since the internet. So you have AGI coming relatively soon. How can you scale an economic network that actually connects billions of people? I think there's a lot of things that one can imagine if something like Worldcoin works. So you have Worldcoin, WorldEddy, and then there's like the sort of thing that is the World app. Think about governance, how we're going to differentiate between what is done by people and what is generated by machines. How can you prove that you're a unique human being? That's, that's just the only task. Society will have to figure out more as we go along and as we start to integrate these systems into our lives. But if something like Worldpoint can work, I think that's a quite interesting new tool to have for humanity. Hey everybody, you are listening to Canary Cry Radio in Razzle Dazzle. I'm your best buddy, Basil. And this is Gans. Welcome to episode number 161. Kneel before the orb. World coin woes. In Revelation chapter 13, terrifying beasts emerges from the sea and the earth, embodying the collective supernatural force of worldly political power and influence. The second beast enforces a worldwide mandate requiring all people regardless of status, to receive a mark on their right hand or forehead. This mark, known as the Mark of the Beast, is a symbol of allegiance and complete surrender to worldly authority over divine authority. Without this mark, people are unable to partake in economic activities, indicating the profound surveillance and control the beasts exert over humanity. We live in unique times here in the good old USA. The introduction of barcodes and credit cards created Mark of the Beast fervor during the 1960s and 70s. Microchips have been a part of the discussion for just as long. The rise of the internet brought platforms for digital money like PayPal who in 1999 offered 10 bucks to anyone who opened an account by giving their name, email, phone number, home address, bank account, credit card info, and 10 more dollars for each referral. 
enticing, but an incredible amount of info to give up at the time, especially for 10 bucks of internet digital fake money. The first decade of the 21st century would be met with social media, the rise of Facebook and YouTube and others, and our willingness to freely give away mountains of private information for the mere ability to participate in a closed, heavily surveilled, captured network. The economic crash in 2008 set up the rise of fintech, or financial technologies, in the 2010s. A loss of trust in traditional banking institutions allowed startups like Square, Stripe, and Venmo to disrupt the market with innovative services like peer-to-peer lending, robo-advisors, and mobile banking. The 2008 Great Recession also gave rise to Bitcoin, whose technological breakthroughs established the first transparent monetary network based on the computational consumption of energy using distributed ledgers, creating digital scarcity and immutability or hard digital assets. Bitcoin laid the groundwork for the emergence of the crypto markets and smart contract protocols, a self-executing contract with the terms of the agreement directly written into code, enabling automatic and decentralized transactions on the blockchain without the need for intermediaries. Of course, the 2020s would immediately be met with a global pandemic whose lockdowns, shutdowns, and vaccine mandates sparked Mark of the Beast fervor not seen since the 1970s, and perhaps rightfully so. And now here in 2023, the coalescing trajectory of money, science, technology, and religion will make it more surprising if the Mark of the Beast prophecies do not come to pass. But we don't just say all this to be dramatic or fearmonger or get those sweet cable TV ratings. We say it because there are things out there that suggest no other conclusion. Enter something we've been tracking since 2021 called WorldCoin. On this episode, we'll go through the multiple times we've covered Sam Altman and WorldCoin, leading up to the current moment in time when WorldCoin's story has exploded into the mainstream. As usual, we were early, way too early. We paid attention way too much attention, and we covered all of the admissions from the people involved along the way. While a ton of other podcasts are likely talking about this topic, you won't get the kind of complete analysis, story arc, or biblical worldview you'll get here. So let's dive in. This was episode 357 of Canary Cry News Talk. It was called Sam I Am. He got a lot of credit on this episode. We pick it up right after reporting on how Democratic Representative Bill Foster of Illinois said that governments must have the power to reverse crypto transactions. I think the way they are going to control it or try to control it is not by controlling Bitcoin itself or many of the top cryptocurrencies. I think it's them releasing their own cryptocurrencies whether it be CBDCs, which is the central bank digital currencies, or, you know, like a digital yuan, that's what that is. Or this uh, this next story here. Basil, that's you. Sorry, that's... I had to, I was replacing my uh, battery in yeah, my controller I you, here. I heard you clicking around over there. You want me to? Uh, no, I got it. Okay, so okay. this next uh, story is coming from Bloomberg again. A lot of Bloomberg this episode. Bloomby. And it goes like this. The headline Sam Altman wants to scan your eyeball 
in exchange for cryptocurrency. Oh, well, what, thanks. What could go wrong? Thanks, Sam. Yeah, Sam Altman has a new startup that intends to give a special type of cryptocurrency to every person on Earth. But first, it wants to scan everybody's eyeballs. <laughs> Altman, the former head of the Silicon Valley business incubator Y Combinator, is one of the of one of three founders of the company WorldCoin. Oh my oh jeez. Okay, so cool i was cool. Uh, i was exchanging text messages with um the folks over at truth stream, stream media it's aaron and melissa and i was telling them about this story and they were like really world coin mm-hmm. i was like yeah world coin like that's not even that's not even close to like it's not at all it's not, even, it's not creative it's, it's not, not even a good name <laughs> if you're like a like a script writer or a film writer or something like that and and you you have a plot where this mm-hmm. this evil genius tech guy wants to take over the world, and he has this idea for world coin. Some of the advisors would be like, "That gotta come up with a better that's name. A bad that's, name. That's, that's a bad we name for something better project." What about Libra? <laughs> How about that? That sounds good. <laughs> a little cryptocurrency joke for all you cool crypto kids. Facebook joke. Okay, um, among the many parts of its plan, world coin has designed an orb-shaped device (laughs) that would scan a person's iris to construct a unique personal identifier. The company is backed by N. Andresen Horowitz, the venture capital arm of Coinbase Global Incorporated, LinkedIn founder Reid Hoffman, and Day One Ventures. It recently raised about $25 million from investors. Altman, 36, said in an interview that he conceived the idea <laughs> in late Sounds like some watchers were whispering into his ear. I mean, the funny part is that's like not even an original idea. No, it's like, not. oh, you scan an eyeball and then you get cryptocurrency. Well, be, Pretty be, sure that's in the Bible. Be, <laughs> or close to it. Um, before you go on here, uh, it mentions Reed Hoffman, the mm-hmm. founder uh, of One Day Ventures. Uh, he has been part of Bilderberg since 2011. So yeah, a, perfect. Yeah, there's there's your globalist connection. Totally. Yep. The intention was to use cryptocurrency to spread money around equitably, inspired by the, you gotta get the buzzwords in there, inspired by the trendy economic theory known as universal basic income. Trendy. So trendy. It's trendy, bro. <laughs> you heard of UBI? Oh my gosh. You, you heard of TikTok? If you like TikTok, you're gonna love universal basic income. <laughs> Altman was the first investor in WorldCoin, but said he has no role in the day-to-day operations and mainly serves as an advisor to the company when needed. Uh, I've been very interested in things like universal basic income and what's going to happen to global wealth redistribution and how we can do that better, Altman said. (laughs) See, this is a a major uh, shareholder capitalism mindset. Yeah. Oh, me? I'm just a billionaire, but I want to make sure that everybody gets a little bit of money. I and mean, he, and not he's not going to. I still get all my money, but other people can have just a little bit of money. And he, he doesn't want to get his hands dirty. He's just an advisor. Mm-hmm. He, he lets yeah. other people. He's like uh, you know, all those tech guys that are like, oh, I'm the genius. I'll get on the stage and take they all, all the credit. They all want to be Elon. They yeah. all want to be Elon. Yeah. They want to become emperor of world coin. Right. 
Uh, quote, is there a way we can use technology to do that at a global scale? Oh, I don't know. Is there Altman? The head of ventures is Alexander Blania, 27. Oh my gosh. It's, what are we doing? It's happening, man. 27 <laughs> year old. This is sad. The head of the venture is Alexander Blania, 27, former student of theoretical physics at the California Institute of Technology and the Max Planck Society. There it is again. Oh, it's the, there it's it is. All the people, all the things. It's the global, this globalist takeover here. He co-founded WorldCoin with alum uh, Altman and Max Novenstern, who previously worked at Ray Dalio's investment firm Bridgewater Associates and at Money Transfer Startup Wave. Wow. Yeah, this is, this is like Silicon a, Valley, uh, like happy soup over here. Mm-hmm. Altman and Blania agreed to discuss their project, which hasn't been previously reported after Bloomberg uncovered details of it and inquired. <laughs> Bloomberg doing its job. Got leaked. Bloomberg leaked them. WorldCoin is still preparing for a formal unveiling, but for now, the startup is evaluating what it might take to one day get cryptocurrency to as many people as possible, Blania said. Quote, so many people around the world don't have access to financial systems yet, Blania said. Crypto has the opportunity to get there. Notice how the conversation is orbiting around crypto and giving poor people money and not the eye scanning technology <laughs> where everybody gets an orb that they scan their eye with to get free money. Yeah. And this is on the heels. They probably publish this now because of uh, certain countries like El Salvador publicly announcing Bitcoin as legal tender and mm -hmm. getting, you know, it's a country destroyed by the dollar, destroyed by civil war, their currency. Yeah. And so they economic hitmen. Yeah. Economic hitmen going after them. And so they said, all right, we'll just use Bitcoin because it, anybody can use it. And we uh, will give 70% of our country who don't have bank accounts a way to, you know, transact financially. Yep. And, and WorldCoin is like, no, you can't do that without the eye scan. Here, let us do our WorldCoin. <laughs> I just think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Go on. And Y Combinator, too. Wasn't that, isn't that Google's... Uh I don't remember if it's exactly uh, Google, but it's a startup. Uh, it's like a very famous startup. Yeah. The, well, they were like the first, um, what are they called? Incubators. Incubator, yeah. I think they were kind of the one that kicked off that whole trend of, of startup incubator. And I want to say they were, they're associated with Google, but I could be wrong. Um, then it kind of goes through a history of Altman. They tell his little bio here. He started a social media network. It wasn't great. Y Combinator, Airbnb, Dropbox, Stripe, blah, 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 blah. Uh, with WorldCoin, the startup promises, quote, a new global digital currency that will launch by giving a share to every single person on Earth, according to an online job description. The company aims to help economies transition to cryptocurrencies through a novel approach, a dedicated hardware device ensuring both humanness and uniqueness of everybody <laughs> signing up. No pangolins allowed to sign up for WorldCoin. They got to be human. They got to be unique. Oh, this is the best part coming up here. While maintaining their privacy and the overall transparency of a permissionless blockchain. 
The device is a silver-colored spherical gizmo the size of, size of a basketball. <laughs> I thought I did not imagine it being this humongous. I thought it was going to be like the size of a golf ball. The device is a silver-colored <laughs> spherical gizmo the size of a basketball that can be carried around <laughs> and used to scan people's irises in order to ascertain their unique identities, Blania said. WorldCoin has already started testing the orb on a small scale in various cities, he said. The WorldCoin currency itself is not yet ready for distribution, so the company is currently offering volunteers other types of digital coins, mostly Bitcoin, in exchange for scanning their eyes. Don't do it. You don't need to scan your eyes to get Bitcoin. On the process. You don't need to scan your iris to get Bitcoin. Don't do it. It's a that's this, a scam. I want to know how much Bitcoin they're giving away for this iris scan. You know, you see, get free Bitcoin. You can get $5 for referring your friends to Coinbase or whatever. Like, what is the price tag on scanning your iris to join the worldwide permissionless blockchain beast system? It claims that it deletes all the data, though, later in this article, I think. Then what would be the point? Ah, keep, 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 keep <laughs> the company has fewer than 20 prototypes in circulation around the world, Blania said. A prototype orb costs about $5,000 to make, but the price... Who's the, the orb squad going around? Like, who's, who's supposed to own the orb and do the scanning can you imagine i i want a meeting with your client oh sure what is it for it's for world coin world coin <laughs> we've got an orb squad work? how does it work oh you must come to this secret room in the back and then they unveil you know they uncover it here's the orb look into the orb and you'll get world coin it's I so it. sci-fi it. it's it's, <laughs> it's very much like Dune. It reminds me of something <laughs> yeah. that would be in Dune, like look into the orb and become part of the world coin uh, system. Uh, a prototype orb costs about $5,000 to make, but the price will decline steeply as the company refines the process, he said, as if anybody cares how much the orb costs. WorldCoin will eventually be headquartered in San Francisco, though its employees are currently scattered because of the coronavirus pandemic. Investors aren't yet ready to talk about WorldCoin. <laughs> well, whoopsie daisies. They better get ready. Coinbase and Day One Ventures declined to comment. Repres yeah, no kidding. Representatives for Andreessen Horowitz and Hoffman didn't respond to requests for comment. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody responded for comment. According to Blanya, iris scanning is an essential part of the plan because it can prevent people from trying to register multiple times to defraud the system. He's also aware of the privacy implications of handing over biometric information to a tiny startup and said WorldCoin will make the process as transparent as possible so users can see how the data is used. He said the iris scan will produce a unique numerical code for each person and that the image is then deleted and never stored. Well, if you have the unique numerical code based on the image, well, you could delete the image, but there's nothing. I mean, uh, they don't mention it, but techie people out there are thinking, OK, well, can we reverse engineer the little code to recreate the image? What's the deal? Sounds like it's possible. And uh, so, yeah. Wow. <laughs> 
what if the numerical really incredible. code? Yeah, what if the numerical code is six hundred and sixty-six? That would make as much sense as anything else I read in this article. And plus, it's it's interesting how they said WorldCoin will make the process as transparent as possible, which means there's some areas where we can't make transparent. We can't make it transparent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what I, I would challenge somebody to name one company, just one, who claims to delete the private information and never store it, not sell it or whatever. Just tell me one company that has promised that and has followed through with the promise. You know what? I think we've seen a prototype of the orb of world coin. The it's, orb. it's when Trump met with uh, the Saudi king. That was that image was in my mind. It's I'm like, that's, it's the world coin orb. This is a, this might be like, a great time to become a flat earther. Be like, I, I just I don't believe in orbs. And I I I, re- I reject all orbs. I reject all orbs. <laughs> uh, and um, just as a a further reference into this guy Sam Altman, uh, which is the reason why we named the episode Sam. I am also some Yazi. There's little, little references there. Um, Mashable back in 2018 headlines: Sam Altman just paid a startup ten thousand dollars to one day kill him and preserve his brain. Cool. Yeah. And Kill him? Yeah. So basically he gave 10,000 bucks to a company called Nectome or Nectom- mm-hmm. Nectomy, uh, a company whose sole purpose is, quote, the goal of archiving your mind. There's just one rather huge catch. They have to kill you first, like literally kill you. Nectome's yeah. co-founder, Robert McIntyre, Mac- told MIT Technology Review that the process is 100% fatal. So... Yeah, I mean, he's basically signed up for a death date. Uh, this is uh, similar to the Netflix show called. There's been a few Netflix shows. I forget what it's called. Well, this was the funny one. I was watching it for a while. Oh, was at, it a request of uh, Silicon some Valley? listeners? No, no, no. This was a TV show where it was a company. That scanned your brain and put you in in heaven, in digital heaven. Oh, you know, I remember you talking about this. Yeah. yeah, I was talking about it for a while. Let's see. Is anybody in the chat remember? I eh, forget what it was. But part of the catch of, you know, downloading your brain and going to digital heaven was that your brain, your head exploded. <laughs> so they had to kill you, explode your head, and then you could get uploaded to digital heaven. Yeah. And, uh. The I think the main character did not know about this until seconds before he got uploaded. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the other uh, connection to make with Sam Altman, this is even further back in 2015 uh, by VentureBeat. Uh, headline, why, why Combinator's Sam Altman thinks AI needs regulation? I think, oh, really? It needs regulation? <laughs> And uh, I'll just read a couple paragraphs because it is kind of interesting. Generally speaking, Sam Altman, president of Silicon Valley incubator Y Combinator, thinks technology gets regulated too much, but it's different when it comes to superhuman machine intelligence, SMI, machines that can get smarter on their own and have greater computing power than humans in many capacities. Quote, the U.S. government and all other governments should regulate the development of SMI, Altman declared in a blog post. Quote, in an ideal world, regulation would slow down the bad guys 
and speed up the good guys. Oh my god. It seems like what happens with the first SMI to be developed will be very important. Mm, great. And uh, yeah, it mentions Bill Gates and Elon Musk's comments that were, you know, that he was, there was all the demon talk from Elon back then and stuff with the AI. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I like how he just assumes that he's the good guy, you know? Like, yeah, give us the regulation to stop the bad guy. But I'm, yeah, I'm the good guy. I'm the good guy. I'm going to make the SMI. That's exactly what the bad guy would say. Yeah. Um, the show is called Upload. Uh, 2020 well, on again netflix. very creative and i'm sorry it's not on not on netflix is on prime uh prime okay. video from amazon if anybody wants to check that out yeah and this um, is uh the reason why this is under the heading of the great reset is because it, it all ties into this idea that things are going to change and the whole uh world coin project sounds very much like something to be pushed out there for the esg initiatives and the whole great reset thing the uh we're talking about you know how they were planning to uh, spend what like 50 trillion dollars pour 50 trillion into companies that are esg compliant mm-hmm. and i think this is one of those projects that can possibly soak up that money you know the world coin project totally that uh, they the i would say that's the most likely thing is that they're basically just putting themselves out there uh as a recipient mm-hmm. like hey here we are here we're here we're here to uh, make everything equitable and change society and you know even if you get one percent of 50 trillion dollars you're gonna be pretty stoked basil before we move on to the next clip i just wanted to highlight the article from Mashable that I referenced there back in 2021, Sam Altman just paid a startup $10,000 to one day kill him and preserve his brain. There were other parts of the article that I thought were interesting. One being that it said here, while this sounds a bit out there, even for the likes of Silicon Valley, which we must remind you has the fascination for using the blood of the young to prolong the lives of the rich. Nectome appears to have the valley's blessing as demonstrated by Altman's interest. Fascinating to see Mashable mention the actual use of the blood of the young to prolong the lives of the rich, which is hyperlinked to another Mashable article entitled, A Startup is Buying Teenagers' Blood and Selling It to the Rich So They Can Live Forever, back in 2017. But getting back to the Sam Altman story, the thing to note is that the procedure here is to preserve the brain they have to basically fill it up with a custom embalming chemical to preserve the brain upon death and then hopefully in the future resurrect it or upload it onto a computer or something like that i'm bringing it up because i didn't mention it in the clip we just heard from 2021 but it's pretty obvious that in the book of revelation specifically chapter 13 which is the highlight of this episode in verse three it talks about one of the heads of the beast appears to get a mortal head wound but the mortal head wound was healed and the world marveled and followed the beast and throughout history most commentators have understood this passage to represent the man of sin getting killed somehow from a mortal head wound but then either having a counterfeit resurrection or something to that nature to maybe mimic Christ being risen and therefore deceived the world into following him. 
But in the context of living here and now and recording this in 2023, these prophecies don't sound that crazy, especially when a guy wants to literally kill himself by preserving his brain and then hopefully live on in a computer, which is interesting because part of what happens in the latter half of Revelation 13 is that the second beast rises, has all the authority of the first beast, performs miracles, and in fact deceives the world to build an image to the first beast who had a mortal head wound, yet lived. And, in fact, this image is permitted to receive breath, just as God gave breath to Adam, allowing this image to speak and to kill anyone who refuses to worship it. Now, those are specifics, and I'm not saying Sam Altman is the Antichrist and the man of sin and the beast here, but it's just another example of how we live in some very unique times. But let's move forward and get back to tracking the development of WorldCoin over the years. This clip is from Canary Cry News Talk episode 402 in October, October 25th, 2021. The episode was called Psy Trump Op. Yeah, this is a good title. I know. Um, but the headline that was coming from Coindesk and uh, republished here on Yahoo Finance why everyone is mad at Sam Altman's world coin. Mm-hmm. And this is the coin that has the eye scan and the, the giant orb that you look into. Or we were kind of yeah. thinking this is ridiculous when we covered it a few months ago or whatever. But uh, um, let me just cut to the chase of the article because it's interesting here. Another reason why, uh, or another area in which Canary Cry listeners are way ahead of the curve, yeah. even, even with mainstream crypto followers again we were reporting on the world coin (laughs) what was it It was at least three months ago you know that is interesting there's a a large swath of people that are into crypto and all this that don't realize that there is a a dark technology just publicly out there too you know Mm -hmm. the digital currency group doesn't have the most favorable uh, sentiment with everybody out there but it's sort of dividing the crowd because every you know everyone thinks oh it's just all crypto all fun but then there are some things happening same old stuff that has gone on forever, uh, but a little mm-hmm. bit more visible with the technology that exists. Uh, but Altman's, this from the article, quote, Altman's efforts uh, to build the CIA's dream will now be backed by $25 million from Andreessen Horowitz, Coinbase Ventures, and Digital Currency Group. Parentheses, Great. yes, that's Coindesk's parent company. We don't like everything the bosses do, and we write about it. So I thought that was, okay. that was that was good. At least there's that yeah, bragging about some journalistic uh, <laughs> integrity, independence, yeah, independence there. and integrity. Yeah. Uh, somehow dropping that quarter in a piggy bank adds up to one billion dollar valuation for WorldCoin, a demonstration of just how absurd the VC shell game can get. So yeah, I mean, who 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 other than these folks with a lot of money and have a different type of worldview, almost religious worldview, would be like, oh yeah, good idea. Yes, eyeball scan, giant orb. Yes, let's do it. billion dollars (laughs) boom right from the get-go so what's interesting there is at the end of october 2021 we had that report there that worldcoin's evaluation was one billion dollars and then we didn't hear anything about them at least in the media for quite a while and it wasn't until march of this year 2023 that we had our next report on WorldCoin in an episode of Canary Cry News Talk number 605, Sacred Silica. 
Dater. Did you ever have the feeling that you were being watched? They all want to share their data. Yeah, this is uh, fortune.com in the crypto section. There's hmm. the crypto. Is this a crypto? Bitcoin. <laughs> crypto. Do I look like I know what a crypto is? The headline here is Open AI's Sam Altman wants to convince billions of people to scan their eyes to prove they aren't bots. Meet WorldCoin, the founder's crypto project. Now, if you're a listener of Canary Cry News Talk for some years, I believe we first reported on this when it came out back in 2021, I believe, was when we first started hearing about it. And we mentioned it and reported on stuff that was out then. Uh, which, uh, if you recall, that there's an orb. It you look into the orb, and then scans your iris, and that's how you validate your humanity to the system. And yeah, you know <laughs> this was this one was so funny because we were covering this world coin and the orb, yeah, the, the orb, seeing orb. But back when even cryptocurrency wasn't a very popular. Co- topic or concept well not 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 as yeah not as mainstream as it is in the mainstream where it is now completely mainstream and so this idea that you would make world coin and this little floating orb comes into your they were uh doing it in the context of indian villages right uh before where they could bring this orb into an indian village ask every villager to stare into the orb and let the orb create a digital identity for them and a wallet and scan their irises and uh you know induct them into the sort of occult technocratic new world order as a joke as a joke gons did i think that this orb would have any chance of surviving until 2023 no i did not really it was ridiculous nah, i see i i thought different at the time too because of who was behind the project yeah but you know it could be the person behind the project but to have an actual a literal orb it is a literal shining orb <laughs> That a white man will carry into the jungle village and ask the villagers to stare into the orb and become part of technocratic society. Yeah. No, Gans. I didn't think the orb would make it this far. The plan, maybe. The system, maybe. The guy, maybe. But the ridiculous uh, shining all spark to get no i did not think that it was going to last yeah, it's just that's from a place of shame it has shame blinded you to look the facts. at it for those who are just listening <laughs> you may remember the orb but it's they have an updated version of the orb it is a little smaller than a basketball a literal just orb and it's shiny chrome very reflective and it has one big eyeball (laughs) in the middle of it with a camera that's inside it looks ridiculous like it would be a character or an object on like an 80s sci-fi cartoon and uh and no this is the 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 one eyeball (laughs) 
that will be carried from village to village and anybody who stares into it is inducted into the new heaven and the new earth uh, that is, you know, Elon Musk's uh, technocratic utopia. Or in this case, Sam Altman. Yeah. Okay. The world coin orb resembles a bowling ball conceived they by. They call it an orb. <laughs> they call it an orb. It's, it, yes. It's the name of the. Th- yeah. They might as well be calling it a Chinese spy balloon or a Japanese spy buoy. Remember, it was just the past month or so that orbs were all the rage. The it sky. used to be that used to be that triangles were the well, cool think, shape. Think of the think of the mind control or the predictive programming here. You got spy orbs and then all of a sudden the orb comes and you must look at it to participate in the system. I don't know. Orb man. is all. I don't know. Orb is all. I don't know. The world coin orb resembles a bowling ball conceived by Steve Jobs or an oversized magic eight ball, huh? Possessed by mm-hmm. HAL 9000. Its glossy exterior envelops the sphere, save for a gaping black circle in the front that houses three sensors posi- positioned in a triangle. Yeah, good. <laughs> You've got a triangle inside the orb. <laughs> Making the object round was an engineering nightmare, but the symbolism was too vital to ignore. See, and I love that. It was a nightmare to making <laughs> to making it an orb. This is unreasonable, no, Sam, but it must it had, be. <laughs> it had to be an orb. Yeah, it's like he was given instructions from a prophecy or something that would make no sense to the oh, to the average man. person. Yeah. Or not even the average person. To the, the engineers. The knowledgeable engineers <laughs> tasked with creating the orb, it was ludicrous. He's like, no, it must be, <laughs> must an, be orb, an orb or else the prophecy cannot be fulfilled. Oh, man. Uh, and they admit that it's sim- it's symbology. Yeah. Like, yeah, hello. Yeah. Sim- symbol- symbolism was too vital to ignore. The orb isn't a perfect sphere. But sorry, vital, you said yes. vital is a, an interesting word to use there. It, the symbolism it is. <laughs> was too vital to ignore. Vital, vital doesn't <laughs> the vital doesn't just mean like, ooh, it's very striking and looks cool. Right. Or, there was a functional. Or, ooh, yeah. Yeah. Vital means they couldn't function. do it without yeah. it being an orb. Yeah. If it yeah. weren't an orb, it would not work. That's what the the vitality of it yeah. means. Yeah. It's very strange. The orb isn't a perfect sphere, but two halves that come together at an, at an angle that matches the orb of the earth. Designed Oh, thanks. It's not an orb. It's two half orbs put together. <laughs> Designed by Thomas Meyerhofer, the first hire of Apple legend Johnny Eve, Eve, Johnny Eve. Architectural marvel that it is, the orb serves a simple purpose. It scans your iris and converts the biometric image into an impenetrable string of numbers, which WorldCoin refers to as an iris code. When combined with an algorithm, the code verifies you're a unique human. Each week, about 40,000 people subject themselves to the scan. On a chilly Sunday in March, I became one of them with an orb carrying world coin employee stopping by my cramped Brooklyn apartment. This is like a religious experience. That's the theme of this episode is the religious experience of technology. I mean, it it is 
very prevalent now. We talked about oh, it for so many years. That's but what yeah, today's show is all about, by the way, in all case anybody yeah. didn't get it. Yeah, they have missionaries going house to house with yeah. the orb. Look yeah. into the orb. Join the world coin. <laughs> After two years of reading about the company, I welcomed the opportunity to meet the orb face to face. Meet the orb. Finally, once the technician wrestled it from a specifically des- specially designed backpack and connected it to an internet hotspot. <laughs> takes the magic away a little bit i was able to (laughs) stare into the depths the orb responded with beeps and bops lighting up white and red as it scanned my iris and beamed the encoded results back to the mothership after about 45 seconds the world app on my phone illuminated revealing that i had been successfully verified i was Mm. myself after all it's a weird like sci-fi thing like i am me Mm. Silicon Valley these days is uh, short on fanciful ideas. Okay. There's Uber for X reprise, yada, yada, yada. Worldcoin in contrast might be original to a fault, starting with the orb. Perhaps the most iconic piece of hardware since the iPad. Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) Then comes the pitch. There are 8 billion people on Earth. How do we prove each person is real? Worldcoin solution is cataloging every individual over 18 years old. There you go. There's that tie in with the earlier story. The age limit. The age limit through a privacy preserving protocol, rewarding each person with cryptocurrency, which in turn will become the new global monetary standard. This, mm-hmm. this guy is, you know, everything about this is like, yeah, maybe, you know, they'll roll it out or whatever, except the part where it's like world coin becomes the monetary standard. It's like, ah, yeah. I don't know about that part. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. The word I ambitious. Mean, said every, uh, every crypto bro between, ever yeah, between, when they make their own. <laughs> exactly. The world, uh, the word ambitious doesn't do justice to either the idea or co-founder uh, Sam Altman. Also the creator of OpenAI. So it's the same guy who helped co-create OpenAI, which is the creator of the chat GPT tool. So yep. th- this is where the rubber meets the road in terms of a lot of heat. how much this will actually be deployed because of who it is. So, mm-hmm. okay. So it talks about proving humanness. It talks about the tools of humanity, which is the parent company to WorldCoin. I think we made fun of it last time too. Tools for humanity. Like, hey, bro, are you a tool? He's uh, a tool for humanity. He's, he's being a tool, man. Don't be a tool. Uh, and it goes into some things about how uh, one of the workers there said, quote, we know it sounds weird and it sounded weird to us as well when we started the project, but it is fundamentally the only way to solve that problem. The problem mm-hmm. being, you know, just the, the identification issue. Uh, the sheer audacity of WorldCoin attracted top investors with the company reaching a valuation of $3 billion by early 2022. Yeah, $3 billion. Right. Jeez Louise. You know, that's part of the part of the SVB collapse was the overvaluation of, uh, of startups, yeah. of tech startups specifically. That's what collapsed SVB. So, you know, these valuations of tech startups are uh, evidently and apparently yeah. uh, a little blown out of proportion. 
you know, it's interesting. The cult-like language about WorldCoin. There was a couple, a couple words in that last sentence. Um, can you just read it real quick again? Yeah, the sheer audacity of WorldCoin attracted top investors. With the company reaching yeah, a valuation. Yeah, sorry, it's the one, the one before the that. One before that, what did I read before that? It's the quote here. We know it sounds weird, and it sounded weird to us as well when we started the project. But it is fundamentally the only way to solve that problem. That's what it is. So you know, you you look into cults and what make what constitutes a cult and stuff like this. But part of it is you know, a charismatic leader who holds the only answer, Mm -hmm. you know, this world coin, the stare into the orb. It's the only answer to prove who you are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's no other way to prove that you are a human without (laughs) looking into the orb. The orb makes you who you were meant to be. The orb makes you who you are think of all the problems that are being presented right now as sort of the the setup you have uh, mm-hmm. the bots the the election issue with you know, the mail oh, yeah. ballot election is huge that's a For big part sure of sure you will big look part. into the orb to vote. <laughs> you, you want to vote look into the orb uh here's another yeah. quote or just out of the article it's not a quote but this this part surprised me as well Maybe not surprise me, but interesting to see it written in black and white. After Bloomberg first reported on WorldCoin in June 2021, that's probably when we reported it, the orb quickly became a lightning rod for attention and outrage. Part of that was by design, WorldCoin's executives and investors told Fortune. They knew it was going to be an issue. They knew that people were going to hate it. And people like us are going to be like, "Ah, you're going to stare into the orb. But maybe we were played, Basil. Maybe that was the plan all along. We just played right into their plan. Well, we know this. This is how they always do it. Like that is the point. The point is to pro- to pro- provoke sorry, to provoke. Yeah. Yep. And not just provoke in like a marketing way, but it's the energy, the human reaction, the attention put on a thing that gives it its occult power. Yep. Yep. And you know they're already basing the whole thing on a bunch of occult principles, and so why not also bake in some uh, chaos magic to the PR campaign? There's a quote here: "The surest way for Worldcoin to fail is for nobody to hear about it." Says Jesse Walden, a co-founder and general partner at Variant Fund. Even so, the company's aspirations, a decentralized future where people are scanned and recorded by a Silicon Valley-backed company, had the familiar whiff of colonialism. Although WorldCoin's parent company, Tools for Humanity, insists that the process will someday be fully open source and run by the nonprofit WorldCoin Foundation. Unsurprisingly, the company has suffered a torrent of ridicule and exposés, including from Edward Snowden, who tweeted that, quote, the human body is not a ticket punch, end quote. And they go into some some places where they really rail after him uh, or after WorldCoin. Uh, but um, they basically say that, hey, you know, we're in beta. Like, it's not supposed to be perfect yet. OK, back off. Mm-hmm. Leave us alone. Let us perfect the technology before we have billions stare into the orb. And, uh, you know, you can read the rest of the article. We do have the article linked to the actual worldcoin.org website where they have the introducing worldcoin ID and SDK. That's software development kit, any kind of, you know, software company. They they always have an SDK where they can roll it out and people can build on it. 
And it says your world ID is a new privacy first protocol that brings global proof of personhood to the internet. Proof of personhood, Basil. Mm-hmm. In light of we've been talking about, you know, the personhood of animals and the personhood of robots and all this kind of stuff. If we're talking about brain communication, microchipping, proof of personhood could extend well beyond humans. If you got, you know, uh, old uh, Bucky, your dog microchipped and then, you know, maybe a little brain chip and he's got to log into the Internet to make sure he orders his next batch of dog food. Um, he might have to stare into the orb, too, to get proof of personhood so he can well make sure he's given his order yeah even more so if you haven't stared into the orb and there's no proof that you're a person now remember person is not human person is legal entity right so much like now if you don't have a social security number or something like that in the u.s things are difficult not impossible but difficult yeah uh in the same way if you haven't stared into the orb you're not a person we cannot verify your personhood perhaps you are a robot posing perhaps mm-hmm. you are an alien who knows um, well this but, this you, know, would you, truly, you could imagine yeah you could imagine a world in which proving that you're a person uh, can have some benefits or downsides well this this would also bring full transparency to when you know the first machine or animal is declared a person because mm. everybody will know Everybody will see it. It'll be in the database. It'll be in the database. Uh, Worldcoin aims to address the privacy for self-sovereignty in a decentralized way. This is made possible through the World ID Open Protocol. If successful, it will become the largest network of authentic humans on the internet as a Mm -hmm. public good. I really, you know, they're really trying to push for the the goodwill of, I don't know, like internet sovereignty yeah, it's, it's the double speak of libertarian libertarianism um, yeah inter internetism yeah you know this this idea that every person is a sovereign being and shouldn't be beholden to corporations or governments in in all sorts of essential ways but at the same time it is literally building the be- most perfect example of what authoritarian governments would like to have at their disposal. They're using the doublespeak of this is sovereignty. This is, uh, you know, decentralization. This is that, this is that. But when you actually consider what system they're talking about, they are literally building Xi Jinping's like (laughs) dream setup. Yeah. And I think going back to the idea that it's the system, it's not necessarily a person in terms of the the antichrist element here in, in this technology i did you know looking at under the hood a little bit trying to kind of figure out what the technology actually is they talk about zero knowledge proof and zk stuff mm-hmm. which technically is sort of a i don't know it's a way to verify something without giving away all your data it kind of verifies yeah. the it's i don't know it's kind of like a meta verification process yeah without getting too technical but you know here here's the thing the thing the, the, to our point about Framing this as some sort of sovereignty type of project. Here's what it says. The first hardware device to support the standard, the standard of this decentralization and all this is the orb with a capital O an open iris imaging device developed by TFH. It's mobile and easy to use designed to operate in untrusted environments. And Mm -hmm. above all, 
engineered to protect privacy even beyond the zero-knowledge cryptography of the base protocol by running its seven neural networks locally on device. So not even, you know, attaching it back to some kind of main hub. It's that these orbs themselves will contain the neural networks that will remember the the, the local local verification it doesn't yes but need that, to create, connect make some, like, oracles to the, almost. the mothership oh i won't think you need to out. connect sorry yeah. it won't need to connect to the mothership it won't right. need to you know have a signal at each individual orb is its own sovereign yes. copy of the system yes. yes they become their own yeah and all the data yeah. not just the system right right so th- it's very interesting it almost gives them it be- they become oracles they become physical yeah. oracles right that become almost not, not just a window not just a window to the to the information but the holder of the information itself right only the orb can decrypt to make you know to verify it's not any any individual importantly world id is not derived from or tied to its holders biometrics phone number crypto wallet or any other identifier following the passport analogy proof of personhood verifications including the orbs are essentially stamps that allow the holder to prove that a specific passport has been verified without revealing information about the verification or the passport itself so again sounds nice but what you, what's going to happen to the to the the way humans treat these orbs once they become ubiquitous in human society to verify yourself on the internet? They're, they're going to become. Well, you're right. They they're own temples. Are, you know, like oh, they, we can't yeah, they disrupt are the, the orb icons. Yes, they're it's, it's icons. Crazy. They're holy holy objects. Oh, what was the word uh, that we used? We were talking about um, how robots are better at religion than humans mm-hmm. the, and yeah, the how Hindu worship. Yeah. right that the hindu robots uh and they had a f- specific word for living spiritual object where the object right. is alive but not just alive it is uh able to co-worship with you or uh well, like the act or, itself or like receive the, right the it movements. can literally receive the worship of of the uh the congregants or whatever right 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 yeah now this is this is right along the lines and um if again if you thought that this might not happen are we living in a world where truly we're going to be staring into an orb to access the internet in a few years this is madness <laughs> it's crazy well, and it needs you know it's it's interesting going back to his point about the the uh vitality of yes. it being the orb yeah. the symbology being almost more important than the design uh you know if these are basically put into practice as holy icons that that contain your every right inside yeah. of them yeah. any any ability to do in the world is held individually inside of the holy object the orb uh it 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 speaks i mean quite literally to the plan from the very beginning of these becoming sort of divine objects uh and as we've been reporting on recently quite a bit the not just the rhetoric around technology specifically technology in the case of 
um, uh, you know, consumer goods, but in technocratic uh, contexts, meaning the new reality is dictated and controlled and experienced through technology and outside of it, there is nothing. Um, this right. is maybe the highest pedestal that yeah. we've seen so far, but, and the language of this type of, uh, uh, I don't know, worship of technology is becoming more and more commonplace in more and more common locations too, which we'll see later on in the show. It's not just a weird blog. It's not just, you know, a, a fringe magazine or something right. like that writing in these terms. It's, it's, it's the New York times. It's the, yeah. the, you know, the bastions of of mass media are the ones that are adopting this language. Yeah. And speaking of which, NBC News, just to cap off the Sam Altman segment here, uh, see, uh, NBC News reported in February, which was last month, Sam Altman is tech's next household name if we survive the killer robots. Sam Altman <laughs> may be tech's next household name, but many Americans probably haven't heard of him. He's a Stanford dropout. Move mm -hmm. over, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Silicon Valley may have found its next star CEO. Dun, dun, dun. Yep, and he's already yeah. well known from OpenAI and yada, yada, yada. And it goes on here. So he is being set up as the next guy because he does have first mover advantage on AI with chat GPT and OpenAI and all that stuff. So, yeah, man, not a not a coincidence not a either coincidence. that. Chat GPT, GPT four now being mm -hmm. such a, 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 I don't know, it's just everywhere. It's everywhere, it's everywhere, yeah. and everyone, and every company. I mean, there was another list of like thirty common online companies that integrated their own version of it into their product. Yeah. Not even just as a, as a, I don't know, a fun open source uh, example or demo into their core products they were putting you know their version of chat gpt uh, and it all comes from this guy sam on may 17th 2023 gons did an episode called gordy sighting and again more orb speaking of the beast system and the orb the orb is back this is coming from fortune and the headline here open ai's sam altman approaches 100 million dollars in funding for worldcoin the crypto project that scans your irises to prove you're not a robot sam altman the ceo of OpenAI is already drowning billions of dollars in venture capital funding after launching ChatGPT, the now ubiquitous chatbot that's set off the AI zeitgeist. Now, another project he's backed. WorldCoin is nearing $100 million in funding, according to three people with knowledge of the deal who spoke to the Financial Times. Contributors to Altman's crypto project, which aims to convince billions to scan their irises to prove that they're human, include new as well as prior investors. Past backers are A16Z Crypto, the venture arm of Coinbase, Kozla Ventures, and Sam Bankman-Fried, the disgraced founder of the bankruptcy uh, bankrupt cryptocurrency exchange FTX. 
All right. You got good company there. You got Coinbase, who's you know in a fight with the SEC, which is kind of a psyop because they're getting all these people on the side of Coinbase when really they've been doing data collection for government agencies for a while. Uh, I don't know much about Kosla Ventures, but of course, Sam Bankman freed Mr. <laughs> Mr. FTX. Uh, rubbing shoulders with Sam Altman and even funding his thing. A spokesperson for WorldCoin declined to comment on the deal. The funding news is a bright spot in a bleak year for crypto. All right. We know crypto's down. It's all cyclical, folks. Goes up, goes down. That's the whole idea. Uh, They talk about WorldCoin, how it's populated with PhDs and longtime software engineers uh, who aim to prove humanness through scanning irises to incentivize users to lend their eyeballs to the orb, a chrome ball that scans them. The project eventually settled on distributing a cryptocurrency world coin to individuals who participate. Yay. Give me your biometric eye data and you get this poop coin. Fantastic. Oh man. What is the world? Country? And by the way, the meme world uh, meme coins are all big again with Pepe just recently, you know, there's been kind of a meme focus and I, I am certain, folks, within a few years, we're going to have so many different ridiculous meme coins that are in sort of our genre. And we're going to have, you know, from the more attempts of positivity and, you know, truth, you're going to have your Yahweh coin or, you know, Jesus. I mean, there's already stuff like that, but someone's going to do like a try to do a legit version of that stuff. You know, we'll probably have, uh, let's see, I made a list of actually ridiculous potential. coins that we will see in the future these some of these must hit you have word a word token cherub token probably sword sword token probably lord token i'm sure flat earth coin and flat earth coin might already be out there uh pre-trib coin that would be the pre-trib coin oh man i would short that thing uh pre-wrath coin i'd go long but then you can you know there's there's certain things that um the other side so blatantly would display, you know, maybe a beast coin, uh, Satan coin. That'll be real subtle. Uh, Antichrist coin. What if what if the mark of the beast was like, I I am issuing the Antichrist coin. You must get it on your forehead or right hand. And everyone's like, uh, isn't that the mark of the beast? And then they go, yes. Yes, it is. Take it. And you say, no. Then you shall die. Uh, Nephilim coin. We're definitely somebody's going to have a Nephilim coin and it'll it'll get real big, real big. OK, <sighs> solo shows, folks, <laughs> solo shows are a test on my psyche. I'll tell you that right now. And you guys all get to experience my uh, uh, my psychotic breakdowns live on air. All right. So since Bloomberg first reported on WorldCoin, the project has come under scrutiny for trials of its iris scanning technologies in developed countries. We covered all that stuff. That's it. Okay, great. Yeah, there's some issues with this. People aren't so stoked about it, but ah, hey, $100 million thrown at it. Well, what do you, yeah, we're going to print some more anyway. Why not? And uh, the thing that's really concerning about this, you know, Sam Altman has been a, a loud voice in the policy realm for AI. This is BBC.com. Sam Altman, CEO of OpenAI, calls for U.S. to regulate artificial intelligence. So the guy who came out with ChatGPT, the first mover in this AI explosion, the first product uh, that everyone can jump onto, he gets, what, 100 million people to sign up in a few weeks, the fastest adopted you know, technology platform or whatever. 
And then you create the crypto layer sort of on top of it. You're going to get a bunch of people to sign up for all of that, you know? So you, you already have a population to test on, so to speak. But it's interesting that he's trying to influence the conversation when it comes to, uh, you know, and he doesn't say anything compelling, but when it comes to sort of the policy, how things, uh, he's definitely lobbying for, uh, you know, uh, things that would benefit his type, so to speak, the, uh, technoligarchs as I've come to term them, they're technocratic oligarchs, they're technoligarchs, <laughs> uh, those people that kind of run everything. And, and really it's the, the creation of the new class. You know, we had all these billionaires emerge from web two and now web two is being shown to be inadequate to really uphold trust and, you know, commerce and everything else. So we're moving to web three and with web three, we will have our new freshly minted billionaires and Western oligarchs that will shape how things are. And, uh, Sam Altman, which is these names, man, they, they all sound like names that come from, you know, uh, a science fiction novel. You, you got Elon was, there was somebody who predicted an Elon that will take over or go to Mars or something like that. You have, uh, oops. Uh Oh, I just did something bad. What happened? Oh no. What is going on? Escape, escape. Things were happening fast now. By the 19th of that same month, May of 23, episode 625 of Canary Cry News Talk, Bilderberg Dragons. So the other thing here, of course, AI being the big news item at Bilderberg. This is Fox. Big names in AI to convene at secretive Bilderberg meeting. You know, Fox News really still trying to lean into that kind of truth or voice, but we know it's a, it's a just it's a crock over there. Several executives from tech companies involved in the AI arms race will be in attendance, according to Bilderberg, including OpenAI CEO Sam Altman, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella, Google DeepMind chief Demis Hassabis, and former Google CEO Eric Schmidt. Eric Schmidt. Mr. Alphabet himself, Mr. Uh, Google went to observe him at Burning Man to see how he will integrate with the crowd. This is true about Eric Schmidt. <laughs> so, all right, great, great set of people. But, you know, Sam Altman, it's I wonder if it was the exact same people here who were part of the uh, Senate uh, testifying before Senate committee, which happened this this week, I think, Sam Altman. Uh, so, yeah, he's busy. He gets $100 million for WorldCoin, his crypto project. He already has ChatGPT leading the AI race. And now, you know, he, he testifies before a Senate committee. And now he's flying over to uh, where, where, where is Bilderberg this year? Uh, I forget it. Where Libsyn, Portugal to uh, to be a part of the discussions with the Bilderberg group. Well, what's what do they got going for this guy? You know, there was that rumor back in the day, and I, I don't know how true it was. This is just one of those sort of conspiracy rumors you hear, especially, you know, 10, 12, 13 years ago. When you first start getting into conspiracy talk uh, and you learn about the Bilderberg group. A narrative you often heard was that people, you know, the presidents are selected at this meeting. And maybe it was true at one point, maybe not. 
but uh, it's certainly some kind of kingship goes on here where they're choosing individuals who may uh, are supposed to be the ones leading maybe in this case in industry when it comes to AI where we've already seen how social media technology, you know, Silicon Valley sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, pushed over governments and sort of tsunamied governments. Governments were too slow. They moved too slow. Their policies are outdated, and the the way the internet works, the way social media became available to the masses, there wasn't exact policy. There was, of course, there was the stuff that was passed in the '90s, but as things changed, you know, it was troublesome for governments. They just couldn't keep up, and so that that's why I think we saw a lot of the extremes, like oh, we got to shut it down this way or shut it down that way, whether it be from the right or the left, based on their ideologies. But it's it was the same argument. And it was because governments were completely inadequate to handle the technological revolution that took place with the internet here. And so same thing with AI. It's the same kind of thing. They're saying it's kind of the next wave. And of course, they're, it's being primed here. I'm sure it's being trickled out. And, you know, it, it truly has been a frog in a kettle approach. You know, I've been talking about AI and the threats to man, not just in a physical sense or, you know, in sort of the grandiose, oh, it's going to destroy humanity. But really spiritually and in the context of biblical prophecy, biblical eschatology, what role does AI play and, you know, connected, connecting it back to the image of the beast, which really sounds like an AI or some kind of image, a, a created thing, an image that uh, created by man specifically that gets breath or appears to get breath. I mean, that's what we're talking about with artificial general intelligence not generative AI. That's different. I know it gets confusing. GAI, generative artificial intelligence. That's you know what we're seeing now with the generative art and chat GPT to some regard. But then you have artificial general intelligence, which is sort of the state allegedly where these AI are going to be a little more self-aware. Who knows? That's the narrative anyway. But yeah, uh, choosing people to lead in that industry, very much part of the game here. We're getting closer now. Episode 649 of Canary Cry News Talk. We covered this story on July 26, 2023. Just happened. It was called Genetic Scribes. Well, uh, let's continue onward and uh, <laughs> get into something that... Um, the Orb! The Orb! Speaking of the beast system. The Orb is here for Forks. Forks, the Forbes, oh gosh, the orb is here. Um, we've been screaming about this orb since 2021 at least. Yeah. Uh, oh, you have a note here. Episode 357, is that the first time we yeah, talked Yeah, 357 about? was titled Sam I Am, like I, mm-hmm. like, you know, E-Y-E, like the, the seeing I. Yes. And uh, yeah, we covered it with uh let's see where's the are the links here yes yeah, world coin to scan eyeball for crypto bloomberg back in 2021 mm-hmm. and then we also covered uh sam altman ten dollars to quote kill him and preserve his brain in mashable 2015 or 2018 and then sam altman look at this one venture beat 2015 ai yeah. needs to be regulated he's been set up as the guy to bring yeah, ai regulation AI for a decade, but nobody really knew his name until this year with ChatGPT. 
All right. Um, yeah. And we've been screaming about the orb, the orb. It just sounds so, again, this weird future, futuro esoteric. Uh, it's almost religious in the way that this orb uh, is just is. I don't know. I have nothing to say. It just is. It is kind of bugging me that um, uh, other sort of outlets like Business Insider. Every outlet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are are obsessing about you know they're all kind of taking the shame shtick. This yeah. is uh, in, in Business Insider's headline: "Behold the orb." <laughs> That's their headline. Uh, for well, the you thing. know that we we were probably. I mean, we could have done "Behold the orb." That that would have behold been. the orb. Okay, uh, so let's see here. We have a clip here now. I, let me say this, Gons. When we first were discussing WorldCoin, it was in the just right smack dab, sort of in the middle of the death of uh, of of crap coins. You know the mm-hmm. the, the crypto apocalypse of the twenty twenty one era. Actually, I think we were talking about it during some of the peak. 2021 was the peak year. So it, it might've been cause this article it was peak year. It's peak okay. year. So I think everybody was talking about crypto and it was all, you know, people were buzzing because it was still sort of the bull market instead Got of one it. big peak. We had a peak and a dip and a peak. Yeah. But so Sam timed it perfectly. Right. Then. So, cause this is when he came out with, in, with weird little articles. Mm-hmm. Suddenly these strange little articles start popping up about some guy's orb <laughs> and how this guy's orb was going to save the world. Uh, and how was it going to save the world? Well, it was going to scan every human's eyeball and put it into a giant database on the blockchain. Right. And this was going to be great. And of course, those with eyes to see and ears to hear are like, oh my gosh, is this man the Antichrist? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> the beast system has awoken. The, <laughs> the man who shows up with an orb implores you to look into the orb and look, I, we have fun here on this show and we talk about the orb and Sam Altman and his religion of, of, uh, blockchain. I, I, I gotta be honest, Gons. I did not know that. I did not think that Worldcoin would make it this far. Really? I thought it was so ridiculous. Stupid. Yeah, well, yeah. He literally has a basketball sized chrome orb with an eyeball on it that you look into it steals your soul and he gives you <laughs> cryptocurrency for it like out of all the things that could have possibly come to fruition we are on the timeline where the orb man's project went through and uh, so well, this this comes as a surprise to me you know we we talk about wow. a lot of stuff mm-hmm. not all of it comes to fruition usually it's the most ridiculous ones that don't quite make it to the mainstream but worldcoin is here the well, orb is all you might have been out during this time but but i think we reported on the hundred million dollar funding round that they got, like it was like a month or two ago when they announced it. So I, mm-hmm. that's when I knew like, Oh man, they're, they're getting ready to really launch this thing. Right. And sure. it'll, just, it'll see, we'll see, you know, how big of a thing it is, but obviously it's going to well, yeah. capture the we've imaginations. Seen, <laughs> we've seen, especially for the past few months, Worldcoin has been gaining, uh, you know, gaining uh, attention in the media. This this exact day is not the one taking my me by surprise, but I am surprised about this clip that is going around from Sam Altman, posted by Sam Altman, 
of people waiting in line to look into the orb and get their digital ID from WorldCoin. Right. And I don't think there's any sound on this. There but, is, uh, but it, it's I'm kind of, of trying to count. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to count. There's at least, well, I'd say maybe 200 people in this line. Uh, it, the line is going absolutely all the way around two sides of a city block. Uh, I'd say, you know, 150 people, maybe 200. And uh, somebody's taking this video, walking down the line with their with their iPhone, making it to the front of the line. And at the front of the line, there is a woman. Is this a woman? Kneeling. Or like a, is it a woman or like a little boy? It's a woman kneeling before the orb, <laughs> before her new round overlord, you literally have to kneel, take a knee in front of the orb, look into it. It scans your retina, steals your soul, and they give you uh, a, a literal digital ID. That's like the whole thing about it. The fact that you have to kneel down. <laughs> kneel before the orb. Kneel before the orb. Pledge your fealty to the orb. I mean, this is what I mean I, I, when I say, like, I can't believe it's this ridiculous. It is this ridiculous. It reminds me of Dune or something, you know. <laughs> I knelt before the orb and I looked into oblivion and the AI made me new, something like that. Uh, and it's just happening, like, on the side of the street. Um, not exactly sure what country this is, uh, but it doesn't matter. Uh, because originally with WorldCoin, his big thing was like, we're going to start with the villages in India right. and we're going <laughs> right. to give, we're going to go into the villages of it's India always humanitarian. and have everybody kneel before the orb and pledge fealty to WorldCoin. And then they will have a digital ID, which is like exactly what they wanted. And they need so badly living out in the jungles of India. Uh, so it is uh Honestly, I'm making I'm making jokes because it's hilarious, but it is also horrifying, horrifying the way that this is coming about. And if you think in the same way when we first talked about WorldCoin, the orb that you stare into, it doesn't matter if you think that the sort of esoteric occult leanings of things like this are real or have an effect or mean anything it doesn't matter if, if it doesn't mean anything to you it means something to these people this man chose chose spent bajillions of dollars he could have made he, he didn't need to do a chrome orb he could have done anything he could have just <laughs> done a camera that scans it could have been a box could have been a tube could have been a little pikachu uh stuffy or something he chose to spend the money to fit his scanner in a basketball sized chrome orb sort of reminiscent of some intergalactic you know god robot who came here to <laughs> harvest every, you know human consciousness to power some alien society uh and now we're seeing that you know you they're choosing to do it in a way that you must kneel before this orb as it scans your, you know, it scans your eyeballs and, and gives you some world coin and, and an ID. It's, it's the digital ID of the future. And it's all hooked into world coin, a name that certainly gives the impression 
for a one world currency, uh, which of course uh, fits into all sorts of things we've been talking about. There's this Forbes article here. What is WorldCoin? Here's what to know about the eyeball scanning crypto project launched by OpenAI's Sam Altman. Things are really starting to heat up now. This is just from Canary Cry News Talk, episode 651 from August 2nd. The episode was called The Breakthrough Phase. And it's it's a little bit of being watched, the, the privacy situation. Did you ever have the feeling that you were being watched? It's a crypto. Is this a crypto? Like I know what a crypto is. And it's the orb. No debate. Must have digital ID. And you must bow to the orb. Bow to the orb. What a fun little bumper you got there, Guns. It's it's good. Yeah, it's might be the most production. Ah, good job, Jonathan F. Thank you for that. All right, the orb, world coin. We have seen it. We've seen the orb. We've been tracking the orb for years now. Those uh, who wish to join the beast system have been b- kneeling before the orb, <laughs> letting it suck their soul from their bodies and giving them some cryptocurrency in return. But not everybody's down, baby. In this world of ooh, Afrofuturism mm. would have been a big part of this. Yeah. Uh, you can just take a look for that for a second. What shall we do? Thought it was interesting. (laughs) I forgot that was a two-parter. In this moment in history where Africa is uh, is sort of center stage in Mm -hmm. the spotlight in regards to uh, power plays by the different superpowers and is obviously the next theater uh, to be taken over by the comedy troupe that is the elite lizard people. Uh, This makes it extra interesting. Uh, This Reuters article here, headline, Kenya suspends WorldCoin's crypto project over safety concerns. And uh, you get the point. Kenya's interior ministry said on Wednesday that it had suspended the local activities of cryptocurrency project WorldCoin while government agencies assess potential risks to public safety. The project founded by Open... Yeah, you know the thing. You know the orb. Kenya says nay! Uh... Now, if you recall, everybody, but including Gans, Africa has been a really interesting test ground, well, for a lot of horrible things that uh, are indicative of the the future. Maybe it's medical experimentation or what have you. Uh, But even CBDCs, cryptocurrencies on a national level. uh, What was it? Uganda? Was that the, the test ground or do you remember? Yeah, you, you, yeah, there's a few of them. There's like a. Oh, Nigeria. Nigeria, Nigeria was a big, is a big one. one. Yeah, they they yeah. had to roll out the CBDC. So yes, it's been a, a developing thing. In uh, but yeah, I, it's, yeah. it's so similar it's, to um, having this mm-hmm. as a built. You know, the, like you mentioned, but it's more specifically Bill Gates going in with a lot of the jabby jabbies into Africa, and they don't like it. It's kind of got like a similar vibe, you know. It's like yeah, just well, the West coming in with their thing, and then the government. That's are like, right. Eh, it's. It's fun to see Africa really un, like 
understand and take action based on the fact that they are obviously being targeted uh, by the West and other superpowers, not just the West, actually. It's this conglomeration of superpowers that has been destabilizing the region uh, in the name of science. Are you still there? Mm Mm-hmm. Basil? Yeah. Oh, that was weird. Somehow the mute button got pushed on my Skype. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, Where was I? Yeah, so we've seen Africa uh, be, man, just sort of the testing ground for so many of the technocratic, futuristic uh, shenanigans, whether it be medical or economical or resource, uh, whatever, natural resource, everything. Um, So it's been fun to watch some of these African countries kind of push back or at least hold out for a better deal. They've been they, they know the history. They know the sort of colonial history of uh, specifically Europe coming in. Uh, indeed, uh, Niger, which is uh, recently couped. Recently, couped Niger, which is wrapped up in a whole bunch of uh, a, a wily web of uh, outsider interference in regards to uh, weapons and coups and uh, things like this. Um, th- why was I bringing up Niger? Uh, I don't know. The coup? This is about Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were just oh, going oh, down the Africa, yeah, yeah. the, the Afrofuturism right. trail. And yes, we've been covering a lot of different topics regarding that. So that's yeah, right. And here we go. So, we, the world coin goes over there. The you know, orb. Somebody can make some the orb. People they can bring make the money. orb. A white man. You got to love it. You see uh, the a giant plane lands on the runway. Dust is kicking up everywhere. Out steps Sam Altman, the white savior of crypto, <laughs> Afro crypto future. He holds out his orb and, uh, you know, tells the, the good people of Kenya that all they <laughs> to need to do is bow down, let the orb steal their soul, and they'll be launched uh, into the, the, the crypto future, Afro futurism, baby. It's the promise that Africa will save us all. And Kenya is like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't really see a benefit in this and we've seen this type of opportunity work really well for putin and the russians because really all he has to do is just wait wait for the u.s or other western partners to go into africa embarrass ourselves by uh, doing a bad job of tricking them into colonizing themselves for us and then putin steps in and gets a bunch of you know good Good press for just being, I don't know, whatever, chill for a second. Uh, but this is a, this is a bit of a blow, bit of a blow for Sam Altman trying to bring digital ID to the to the ID'd, uh, bringing uh, prosperity to those who have not stared into the abyss of the orb uh, and passing out, you know, free cryptocurrency in the name of the beast system. Uh, so good yeah. on you, Kenya. I don't know what you're waiting for. You're probably waiting for, I don't know, probably money or something, but get what you can because uh, once you stare into the orb, your soul is theirs. <laughs> well, it's hilarious too because I've been, I've dig, dug into the technology a little bit behind it because they've tried to explain that part of it is kind of interesting because the people that are in the weeds, you know, they're, they're too deep into the weeds when it comes to the technology. They're looking at it mm-hmm. going, but, but they're right. ca- gathering the data with optimistic rollups, which Block, is this blockchain, blockchain. for Ethereum. And 
you can share parts of data to verify something instead of the whole thing. So, you know, you're not really giving up your identity or giving up your name or anything like that. It's just the biometric information. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's it. That's, you're just collecting a bunch of biometric information. That's the issue. It's not so much the method at which right. you are getting it. Although that is also very creepy or not really working out for, <laughs> for Sam Altman's. I don't know though. Uh, they they kind of crowned him as the guy. Uh, you know, he's, he's uh, Sam Bankman freed, Sam Altman. He's, it, Got the the effective altruism thing going on, so right. you know he's he's going to build which the bird meetings. A, it's the whole deal. So, which is a twisted philosophical uh, yeah. sort of school of thought right now, going around the elite tech people. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a justification that, to do bad things. Yeah, a- allows <laughs> them to do horrible things yeah, and, yeah. and get away with it. People aren't going to uh, agree with it, but you know it must SBF, be done. SBF being a good example of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you know, I think it's interesting. The model of WorldCoin is very similar to the early promises of social media, mm. uh, which is, "Hey, it's free. Get involved. You can mm-hmm. have your profile. It's awesome. It's, and maybe you can even make some money doing it." Well, it's PayPal, the same. PayPal launched pro- like that too. PayPal didn't they give like a few bucks to anybody who opened a PayPal account? I don't know. But the thing that I love about what Kenya is doing is they're they're like, it, we're not stupid. We've seen this before. Right. If something is free or you're paying us, that means we're the product. And you know what? I kind of get it. Africans are tired of being the product. Guns. Yeah. Here's a quote. World. Uh, where'd it go? Uh, relevant security, financial services, and data protection agencies have commenced inquiries and investigations to establish the authenticity and legality of the aforesaid activities. Talking about the, the, the world coin. Interior Minister Kithuri Kindiki said in a statement, that's a bunch of big words. These Kenyans know what they're doing, man. Good on you. Well, they got the internet now. You know, we all got the internet. It's kind of that's the right. playing field. Sam Altman moving around thinking. Thanks, Elon. Yeah. <laughs> no one notices him, but I think everybody notices him. I think this is part of the soft power play uh, for, you know, who gets to have the most influence in Africa. And uh, I would not be surprised if in the next few days we see Putin stepping in and making Kenyans a better deal than the orb. Yeah. Now, of course, Putin is his own version of the orb. He's more like a collection of orbs, shirtless on a horse riding through a river, uh, which, you know what? I could see the appeal. Now, we've got a great history and story arc for WorldCoin, Sam Altman, what it's meant from the very beginning of reporting about the project, uh, the analysis through the the mounting pressure, the critical mass of WorldCoin gaining strength, gaining momentum, especially after Sam Altman, again, known by some as the sort of godfather of AI, uh, being the the forerunner releasing ChatGPT3 uh, back earlier in 2023. Things are really heating up for Sam Altman, things are starting to expose themselves. I'd say agendas are starting to expose themselves and the puzzle pieces are starting to fit a little bit too well. And the story is not over. We've got one more article here. The most recent update on the WorldCoin saga. Well, it's actually a couple different updates. I'll be brief with the first one here from Decrypt.co. WorldCoin bug allowed anyone to become orb operator. Certic. 
basically there was a bug that allowed unverified people to operate the orb and then they fixed it. So there you go. That's the story with that one. But the more interesting one and the more relevant one is from Reuters, August 2nd, 2023. Headline, WorldCoin says, will allow companies, governments to use its ID system. And it says WorldCoin will expand its operations to sign up more users globally and aim to allow other organizations to use its iris scanning and identity verifying technology, a senior manager for the company behind the project told Reuters. Later in the article, it says, quote, we are on this mission of building the biggest financial and identity community that we can. And quote, said Ricardo Machera, general manager for Europe at Tools for Humanity, the San Francisco and Berlin-based company behind the project. WorldCoin's website mentions various possible applications, including distinguishing humans from artificial intelligence, enabling global democratic processes, and showing a potential path to universal basic income, although these outcomes are not guaranteed. Quote, I don't think we're going to be the ones generating universal basic income. If we can do the infrastructure that allows for governments or other entities to do so, we would be very happy, Mashera said. So there you go. I mean, I, it's pretty obvious here. Quote, the idea is that as we build this infrastructure and that we allow other third parties to use the technology. The idea is that anyone can, in the future, build their own orb and use it to benefit the community that it's aiming for, end quote, he said. And then it quotes a Bavarian state office for data protection supervision, saying that it's safe and stable, which is hilarious because Bavaria, home of the Illuminati, like the actual Illuminati, Adam Weissop. But it's interesting that they are trying to make the orb a communal feature. Not that they control it. It's that you can control the orb and use it to whatever benefit it has for your own community or city or whatever. And I just have to say, isn't it convenient that they would build this technology, this infrastructure? And right from the get-go, they're saying, hey, we want governments to use it. We want institutions to use it. And in that way, it's almost like the orb and WorldCoin supersede these organizations as if to say, hey, this technology levels the playing field and anyone can get involved. So that's the latest on WorldCoin as of this episode of Canary Cry Radio. I'm sure we will have tons of WorldCoin updates in the future. We won't cover all of them, but for now, I think we have a good idea of the trajectory of this crazy project. We've been doing this a long time, Gons, and, you know, we, it's part of our job, it's part of the fun of our job, is that we get to pay attention to small, obscure, technologically uh, sort of vague happenings in the world, whether it's startup companies, whether it's government programs, whether it's uh, even pilot programs internationally. We see these things coming uh, because we are nerds. We are news analysts, and it is our job, and we spend 
tens of hours a week combing through the most obscure press releases and news stories coming out across the globe. And once in a while, we'll find one that just really fits, really hits the nail on the head. And honestly, I've said this before, Gans, but if you would have told me that WorldCoin two years ago, 2021, was going to make it this far, was going to hold such a powerful place in the sort of technocratic utopian future that the, uh, you know, the elites have planned for us. I don't know. I wouldn't have been surprised, but there were so many other things going on. Really, the fact that WorldCoin made, uh, started making its, uh, you know, public debut or, or really working towards <laughs> their goal in 2021... So much else was going on. It would be so hard to pick out WorldCoin specifically. But if it wasn't for that orb, it's the orb that gave it away. The orb is so silly. Uh, and the fact that you got to bow down to this orb is is uh, really, it's just too much. Honestly, it, it's almost too perfect. It breaks the brain. Uh, and I think maybe there's a part of it that's meant to be silly. That's meant to seem a little over the top. There's something theatrical to it. We've talked about the connection between the occult and uh, magic and magicians and theater and masks and things uh, that really seem to all blend together to one comprehensive uh plan for the future that somebody has for us, whether we like it or not. And the fact that it is a shiny orb, it is a, a mirror, a mirrored orb with an eyeball that you kneel, you stare into it. It's almost as if the ridiculousness is part of the plan. It's too theatrical to be a threat. The fact that it is almost an entertainment experience to show up at the orb with your buddies and kneel down and see your face reflected in the chrome and see the eye and stare deep into it and have it read your very soul or your biometrics or whatever and assign you a digitally encrypted identification number which you will not use right now. It is so uh, what's the word? Not ambivalent. It's so ambiguous what this is even for. 90% of the, I would say 99% of the people walking up, kneeling before the orb, being uh, sort of uploaded into this, <laughs> whether it is the actual mark of the beast or not, it is certainly part of the beast system. Nobody can deny that. But uh, the theatrical nature of it, the ridiculousness is sort of it's got a confusion element, maybe not confusion. It's got a, uh, it's got a deceptive element to it. It's very social media esque. You know, you go, you kneel because everybody else is doing it. You get your seventy five bucks. Maybe you take a selfie with the orb. I'm putting that in the prediction book. People are going to be showing up with selfies on their social media of them in front of the orb, them in the orb taking a selfie. It's going to be. It's going to be uh, 
maybe not like a, a, a major trend, but it'll be a trend. And uh, I think we're going to start seeing this more because that's the power. That is the power. It is the theatrical stage play video game Marvel cinematic universe type of feel to this whole thing for something that people don't even understand what the digital ID is for. This isn't being used anywhere. They, but most people can hardly see far enough into the future where uh, any consequences would come from kneeling before the orb, whether it is some sort of spiritual soul-sucking thing or, or, or you're just in the system. Your biometrics are part of the hive mind. You are uh, inextricably linked to the unstoppable technocratic march forward uh and you got your 75 bucks worth of world coin that gets you in line you do the thing it's a very powerful movement going on right now and i don't think we've even begun to see how big this is going to be not even just in the technology world not just in the finance world not just in these sort of obvious ways but i think much like how vaccination had uh, a camaraderie to it. Hey, you know, you got your shot, you got your shot, you showed it off, you did your vaccine selfie, you suddenly felt a part of a greater movement that was blessed by the government, the people who were correct about what is going on, uh, about how to respond, and a sense of unity, this sense of unity with a larger purpose. Uh, it's similar to the the vaccination craze in that way, we're going to see that same thing with the orb and with digital ID in general, because we see that it's being presented as the answer, not just the answer to hate speech, not just the answer to bullying online, not just the answer to misinformation, but the answer to the threat that is artificial intelligence, the very same threat that Sam Altman released upon the world earlier this year. It has now been five months or so since he himself released the threat of AI. And whether you think it's a threat or not, you still have Elon Musk saying artificial intelligence is a bigger threat than uh, nuclear weapons. And again, whether that is true or not does not matter. It is the perception and the grip that that narrative has on the minds of the mainstream and how the mainstream can wield that like a weapon, whether they believe it literally or metaphorically. We know now metaphors can be wielded like a weapon, and this will become a moral imperative. It will become a moral imperative to become a part of the good group, the people who care about what they're supposed to care about, who feel the way they're supposed to feel, who post the right things, who are uh, on the right team. If you don't kneel before the orb, you have not done your part to fight the fight against misinformation, against hate speech, against all these things. But even more so, you're not part of of the hive mind. You are not part of the group that will constitute the sort of miasma, the cloud of information, and not just information, the cloud of identities. And it's not just the individual identities. It is the summation 
of everybody who kneeled before the orb had their biometrics read. They are on the good side. They have become a part of the hive mind identity cloud. And it's, like I said, not just about individual identities, but it is about the group identity, a globally minded safety-driven, perhaps even highly educated uh, or maybe undereducated and over-socialized. That's what this whole thing is. It is, uh, it is really a Pied Piper, a glowing, reflective, ridiculous-looking Pied Piper that you pull away the camera pulls away from the earth and you see a huge crowd a throng a line of people single file marching in the direction they have been told is the right way to march and at the very front of that procession is not a man it is not elon it is not a woman it is not aoc or hillary it is a bouncing, floating, glowing orb, maybe playing a flute or some sort of uh, song as it bounces along towards the technocratic utopian future where the only ones served are the elites and the ones doing the serving are the ones who have knelt before the orb and identified with the future that has been chosen for them. The need to prove a person is real is, quote, no longer a topic of serious debate in the age of AI. In order to prove a person is real is no longer a topic of serious debate in the age of AI. This is a quote that adding that WorldCoin hopes to build a privacy first. Decentralized and maximally inclusive. A lot of great buzzwords there. Way of addressing this problem. So there you go. I mean, they're, they're just describing the beast system. You cannot do anything. It is settled. There is no debate. You must have digital ID. And you must bow down to the orb. Folks, if you enjoyed this episode, maybe this is the first time you've heard uh, Canary Cry anything. Well, welcome. We're glad you're here. We recommend you check out some of our other material. There's Canary Cry Radio. Canary Cry Radio is a show we've been doing since 2012. It's uh, interview format. It's topic uh, focused. It's evergreen. You can check those episodes out anywhere. Uh, Just search Canary Cry Radio in your podcast player. Check it out. There's another show called Canary Cry News Talk. We do that show right now three times a week on most weeks where we are covering up-to-date, moment-by-moment news stories, current events, and trends going on through the lens of biblical prophecy and with the experience of over a decade uh, obsessing about this kind of stuff. So no matter who you are or what you're into, we got something for you. If you want the interviews, go check it out. You can learn all about going back 10 years. We've got episodes on aliens, on the occult, on the uh, 
secret societies, on Bigfoot, on uh, the, the moon, on Mars, all sorts of crazy stuff. It's awesome. Uh, if you're a little bit, if you want to keep up to date, you like having something to listen to three times a week, uh, go check out Canary Cry News Talk. And you can start seeing these trends uh, and, and honestly be ahead of the game. Canary Cry News Talk listeners are ahead of the game 100% of the time, and uh, it feels good. It's empowering. Go check it out, Canary Cry News Talk. And for those of you who have been listening for a while, I know a lot of you are here. What's up, fam? Uh, Consider producing the show. We don't take any corporate money whatsoever. We're on something called the value-for-value model, which means we take no corporate money, no commie money, no cartel money, no nothing, baby. We are not funded by any outside group. Group. Uh, this is for a lot of reasons. One reason is the advertising model insists upon us that we gain your trust and attention and turn around and sell your trust and attention to a third party for our own personal gain. And that just doesn't feel right. But the value for value model is simple. If you got value out of this, if you get value out of anything we do, put value back in. And that can be in, in lots of ways. Of course, you can uh, produce the show because you are producers those who put value back in you're producing the show that's what you are you're not just listeners you're not just audience you're not those things it's really you come you join the movement value for value you can help us out with your finances if that's uh what speaks to you go to canarycry.support canarycry.support will uh, give you all sorts of ways to support the show there um you can also produce the show with your time and your talent we have producers all all over the world who help us out uh, with uh, running this whole thing, back-end processes, time stamping, sometimes even editing, admin, uh, archiving, all sorts of stuff. If, if you have a skill that you want to get involved with something bigger, um, go to canarycry.support. Scroll all the way down to the bottom. You'll see a little form. Fill out that form, and that'll tell us that you want to get involved with your time. You can also send us an email at canarycryradio at gmail.com. And last, you can produce with your talent. If you're an artist, a musician, uh, a spoken word poet, an interpretive dancer, a fushigi artist, whatever you do, you can create something for the show. Make something new for us. We'll feature it on Canary Cry News Talk. We love doing it. It's building the culture. You can be a part of building the culture behind what uh, what we're doing here. And that's also a very special way to get involved. So lots of ways to do it. But first, if you're new, please go listen to more of our stuff. We've got the YouTube channel, Canary Cry News Talk. Rumble, search Canary Cry News Talk. Odyssey, uh, Kick, uh, Twitch, uh, YouTube, uh, and podcast players across the board. Whatever podcast listening thing you got, search for Canary Cry News Talk and Canary Cry Radio. Two different shows. I know it's confusing, but thanks for sticking in there. And... uh, for everybody else, we'll be thanking more producers on Monday when we get back to our regularly scheduled Canary Cry News Talk episode. Thank you guys for your patience with this episode. We really appreciate it. Well, there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Canary Cry Radio. Make sure to tune in next time. But until then, think outside the cage. Think outside the cage.